This episode of ACMG Presents Talk Time Live is brought to you in part by Viewfinders Identity Search and Design. Your choice for web design, graphic design, and all multimedia development needs. Visit VFISAD.com and let us bring your vision to reality. Hi guys, this is Ruben Langdon. You're listening to ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Show you can! Welcome to the show to give you all the news, views, and opinions in the world of gaming. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live Extras. So let's start with your host, Xavier Josiah. Power up and game on. gentlemen welcome back this is acmg presents talk time live extra select start i am your host xavier josiah folks as you realize or if you're a gamer you should know that the game awards was yesterday live in los angeles at the microsoft theater that may hint off as to what type of announcements they had last night but we had three and a half hours of just absolute great entertainment uh hosted by jeff Keeley and created and founded by jeff Keeley, uh who has every year done a fantastic job think people you got to realize something this is one guy jeff Keeley. if you guys know if you guys have been watching from way back if you're a gamer that's as old as me and watched the era where g4 was around and game trailers was around jeff Keeley was been around all of that he uh attack on the show all this stuff he's been in the business for quite some time uh a canadian who just a canadian gamer who just loves it so much that he wanted to keep it going he was working in game trailer he all of a sudden after game trailer uh defunct he decided that he wanted to continue celebrating video games much like uh reggie fils much like uh you know Hideo Kojima and all these other great iconic figures he's in the mix of becoming one of those iconic figures himself because of the formation of the game awards which every year gets bigger and bigger and this one was no different this year was so much more like this was literally this felt like the Oscars for video games this really felt like the Golden Globes for video games this was at all a very good event I thought that Overall, the uh, the show was entertaining. I felt that the world premieres was really good. Not as good as last year. Not as good. There was way more explosive uh, announcements last year, in my opinion, and exciting uh, announcements last year than it was this year. But overall, it's not to say that they weren't good at all. It's just like the announcements that they had last year was just mind blowing. And even though some of them, like say Jump Force didn't turn out the way that we hoped it'd be it was still great announcements it was still brought a lot of excitement the crowd was i think way more excited last year about the announcements than they were this year for some there were some big announcements that came by but we'll talk about all that the world premiere announcements the, uh the winners i won't i don't think i'm gonna go over every single category winner like i did uh like i did last week because it's a lot it's a hell of a lot i don't want to you know drag the show on with it but there are a lot so i want to go over some of the more important things and then talk about the world premieres definitely uh especially 
one of the biggest world premieres at the quote unquote Microsoft Theater, <laughs> which now that I realize that it was the Microsoft Theater, it was much more appropriate that this said announcement was uh, told um, to somewhat fanfare. To somewhat great fanfare, and I, even I, I'm, we're going to talk about that too. Um, but yeah, we're going to talk about the world, all the world premieres. We're going to um, definitely talk about some of the main categories that we had to discuss um, today. I mean, or yesterday. But overall, I enjoyed it. I thought they did a great job. This, it, it, I mean, the feel, the presentation of the event was very very oscar like people came in they represented the star it was a star studded a very star studded uh you know event norma reedus elon musk um stephen curry was presenting an award um green day performed uh i mean geez it was it was awesome you had commercials with carl weathers in his uh mandalorian gear which by the way this is Friday. Mandalorian is out. Go check it out. Not only is the Mandalorian out, real quick, Mandalorian is out. I believe The Witcher may be out today, um, or if it, it might, if not next week. But also, uh, Harley Quinn is out today as well. And The Runaways, the final season. So I just want to point that out real quick before we go, because there will not be a Sunday episode. I am going away. So I just want to point it out. And well, I'll talk about that at the end of this show, too, because there's a lot of things going on this week, including jury duty, which... Thank God uh, I was able to get one show in this week for that. But I digress. This the presentation of the show was just phenomenal. It gets bigger every year. Um, kudos to Jeff Keighley. Kudos to the entire team. But his vision has grown. And this is what I he's such an inspiration to me. If I ever get the opportunity to interview guy, I mean, he, he I think I probably could have like years ago, possibly. But this dude is on a level like right now. He can shrug me off at this point, but if I ever get that opportunity, man, it's uh, it is, he's such an inspirational dude for one person to come up with an idea and for him to get a bunch of trusted people to come up to work with him on this idea to present this award ceremony to really give so much more legitimacy to the gaming industry by doing this. And, and at this time, the award show is legit. You know, they've worked hard to make it as legit as possible, to make it, you know, fan based, to make it you know, as, you know, as, as moral and ethical as possible, because there are some award shows that are more political than anything. This show didn't give off that political vibe and there's no really need for it to have a political vibe. So, um, it's just solely based on the elements of what makes a great game experience. And that's what I love. I, you know, I don't watch too many game or, um, or award ceremonies because they, it's, it's pretty much all the same. They've all been tainted over the years, whether it's music or, or movies. It's just been tainted in some cases. And the Game Awards, to me, is right now, because it's still at its early stages, it's very pure. And I hope it, tr- it remains pure as long as it could possibly be. So uh, so let's talk about it. Like I said, it was a great event um, this year. They We're going to go do the award, some of the awards right now. And so I'll just try to run down this as quickly as possible with it. Game of the year. Uh, it was up to Control, Death Stranding, Resident Evil, uh, Sekiro, Shadow Dice Twice, Super Smash Brothers, and Outer Worlds. And the winner became Sekiro, Shadow Dice Twice. I've heard a hell of a lot about this game. Something I wasn't really into going into. And I shout out to my man Craig Holland, who like shoots it to the moon. Said it was a great game. He had enjoyed it very much. Um, 
but it you know i can't argue about it i mean super smash brothers ultimate is a absolutely great game as well um it's a definite love letter to video games in itself death stranding i heard mixed reviews about but it's just i think it's there out of respect in a sense and it did have some quality music and some other things going on it had a star-studded cast and everything as well i heard control was really good outer worlds i've also heard many things about that but i'm not mad at the decision here resident evil 2 also was in there too and that's saying a lot for resident evil 2 to even be nominated considering it's a remake of an old game so right there uh best community support which was actually the very first category that was announced and destiny 2 won for that one over final fantasy 14 uh fortnite tom clancy's rainbow six and apex legends uh best score death stranding i knew that was gonna win it's a it's it's a hollywood it's a hollywood quality production with that game best narrative uh disco elysium has won for that uh best fighting game i am absolutely okay with this category so for fighting game we talked about this last week. We had uh, Dead or Alive 6, which I'm sure is a great... Dead or Alive 6 is always a fun game, but I'm not going to get it until that thing reaches like 20 bucks and all that DLC gets turned down. It's like they, they charge ridiculous amounts of money for that. Jump Force, which should have never been in this game. Well, it's, I knew this was just a filler. So that's that. Mortal Kombat 11. If any other game that I thought that should have won or could have won... It's that one. It had a phenomenal story, uh, a star-studded cast. It had, you know, some of the best production of any video game, of any fighting game. The best. Samurai Showdown was also nominated. I can respect that. I heard only great things about the game, but it does lack a lot of the presentation that some of the other games have had. But the winner turned out to be Super Smash Bros. Ultimate. And I am very much okay with that because that game, which I believe was also announced last year, it never, it superseded our expectations. I not only shed a tear, <laughs> I shed a tear at, when I first heard that game on and I'm hearing the music and everything. It was just so great. And I beat the game like probably three or four times uh, before I really took a break from it. It's just, it's so great. And they still keep going with content. They got Terry Bogart in there now. It's just awesome. It, it's it's the Mount Rushmore. It's the, I would, it's the Mount Rushmore between the Mount Rushmore and the actual, like, video game Hall of Fame. Yeah, literally. If you're not in this game, you're not iconic at, at this point. And there's a lot of, new, even though there's a lot of new great games out right now, that game right there, it, it, it really, and that's not saying anything about like Xbox games, but they haven't had that type of, you know, uh, that that connection to really add on those games. I mean, you even got indie games in there, like Yacht Club's, Yacht Club's uh, Shovel Knights is actually in there, which by the way, I will, when I get back into the swing of things, if I don't have jury duty, I will be reviewing Shovel Knights Showdown. Trust me, I will. <laughs> I will, like Yacht Club, man. Whew, those boys are no joke. Those 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 folks are no joke over there. Uh, best audio design goes to Call of Duty Modern Warfare. Best strategy game goes to Fire Emblem Three Houses. I am trying not to get that game, and I'm probably going to wind up getting that game. Fire Emblem games are really great. Uh, it doesn't matter whether it's the Warriors version or the original traditional version. I've always somehow, for some reason, enjoyed the games the the art the art uh, design is just spectacular it's, it's gorgeous um lighting and, and color and shadows and just 
beautiful, just stunning. Just to look at it alone is just stunning. So I, I expected them to, uh, to be getting some awards. Content creator of the year goes to Michael uh, Gerzik, or he goes by the name of Shroud. Um, I swear to goodness, the one thing I hate about the gaming uh, community is these stupid um, names. Like, uh, it's not even just that they're stupid. It's just like their names that just, they're so hard to uh, pronounce. And maybe it's just my ass getting old or whatever. But it's just like, come on, you can come up with better names. Like, like do what the hip hop community do. When a hip hop community we come up with some really fly ass names. That right there, it's like, okay. What, yeah, all right, whatever. So it's just like the SNL, the SNL skit when they were uh, poking fun at um, the E-League game, uh, tag, uh, gamer tag names. So moving on, we got best art direction, which uh, went to control. And every category in here too was just well-deserved uh, to be nominated. Control, Death Stranding, uh, Grease, which looked really stunning. Looks like a watercolor. It looks like watercolor coming to life. Um, Sayonara, Wild Hearts, uh, Sekiro, uh, Shadow Die Twice, and Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening, which, if you guys remember, I said I was rooting for that. I didn't expect that to win, but I was rooting for that one to win because it was just awesome. But yeah, it, I'm, I'm not mad at that, that win anyway. My all favorite category here aside from fighting game was action game shout out to my man ruben langdon if you heard him on the soundbite of the earlier this show and that was meant for a reason that was by design is because best action oh action game of the year went to devil may cry 5 i was not expecting this i wanted it i was not expecting it because gears 5 was there and a lot of people like gears 5 um astro chain astro chain was phenomenal this year but devil may cry made a huge comeback this year it was absolutely fantastic ruben langdon returned as uh dante johnny young bow uh the new brawly if you will uh returned you know returned as nero and he had a great story coming from this and it was just fantastic I, it, it is well-deserved. I was extremely excited. I reached out. I called, uh, I contacted um, Ruben via text because um, I never like calling him because one, he's traveling everywhere or he's overseas or whatever like that. Uh, a lot of times he, he's in Japan. So it's like hard to get anybody unless we're Skyping or whatever like that um, to, or he's, he's just always traveling. So the best thing for me to do is to text him. <laughs> but I did congratulate him and I don't think he actually knew I really don't think he knew because I'm looking at the time I looked at the time uh stamp of when I texted him and he replied back and then he announced it on his on his Facebook page and um of the win so I don't think he knew until I contacted him but well deserved man it was and by the way I'll be thanking him again like I thank all of our guests this year. Thank him for coming on to the show to talk about that and a whole host of other things that we were talking about. And thank God he, him and his friends are still alive from all that situation. It's been a hell of a year for him, just a hell of a year. And this is the culmination of that. Um, you know, this this also says that we could see a Devil May Cry six because of that. That they they did an awesome job with it. I I really look forward to seeing what they're going to do next with that and seeing what Ruben is going to be doing as well. So, kudos to all of y'all on that point. Game for Impact create. Oh, I'm sorry. The actual winner for that is Grease by uh, Nomada Games and Developer Digital. Uh, best Family Game. This this is the funniest category of the entire show because the entire category for Best Family Games are all Nintendo games. Every one of them. You got. 
Luigi's Mansion 3, you got Ring Fit, you got Super Mario Maker 2, you got Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, you got Yoshi's Crafted World. And I like the little joke that Jeff Keighley said. He was like, you know, I I, I don't know, guys, but I like uh, Nintendo's odds here. <laughs> but surprisingly to me, I, I, I wasn't expecting, I didn't think this was going to uh, win, but Luigi's Mansion 3 actually won. So I was going to think like uh, Super Mario Maker, but then again, that's a little bit for the hardcore if you will, uh, with that. So, you know, because there's a lot of design factors to it. So I can see that Super Smash Brothers, I also see winning. Ring Fit Adventure has to be a filler because that just came out. I don't expect everybody to have jumped into that so quickly, but it does look fun. And Yoshi's Crafted World. So in a sense, I guess I can see why Luigi's, you know, Mansion 3 have won there too. And there's, there is some co-op op, um, elements to that game too. So kudos to Nintendo on that noob. I just thought that was funny. Um, best sports racing game. <laughs> this was another surprise to me. You had FIFA 20 uh, by EA Sports, which I would have thought won. Uh, F1 2019. You had eFootball Pro Evolution Soccer uh, 2020 by uh, Pez or PES Productions and Konami. Um, Dirt Rally. And then you had Crash Teams Racing Nitro Fueled by Activision. And wouldn't you know it, that was the one that won. Crash Team Racing Nitro. I I knew people liked that game. I didn't know it was that good to beat like FIFA. Like FIFA's always a great game that wins a lot of awards and stuff like that. It gets a lot of great reviews. So I that was really surprising. Um, best mobile game goes to Call of Duty uh, Mobile. And uh, that beat out Sayonara Wild Hearts. That beat Sky Children of the Light. Uh, what the Golf. Uh, grindstone and beat out that um by the way i do want to i want to segue i want to not segue but i want to cut just for a minute there is a ton of news in the world of gaming there was a new indie world uh game that came out with some really cool announcements as well but unfortunately due to time restraint and we won't be talking about that hopefully we can get that in next week as well there was a ton of great news um not just from here but outside of that so hopefully we'll get to that like i said if i don't have jury duty we're going to talk about all that next week and before uh the christmas time comes because once christmas comes and new year's comes i'm going to be out this is going to be like a hiatus for a bit of this of all my shoes so as you would expect so uh Moving on, we got best multiplayer game that went to Apex Legends by Respawn Entertainment and Electronic Arts. Uh, best ongoing game went to Fortnite. I'm really surprised that um, Overwatch didn't get picked this year for that. That's interesting. Um, I'm really looking forward to next year to see it because uh, Overwatch 2 is coming. I think that's going to be in. I really think it's going to be uh, recognized next year at that. But I, I, I of course, I... Then again, Fortnite, I mean, it, it makes sense because Fortnite redesigned their entire, the entire game to do some new things. And they constantly are changing things around constantly. Uh, so I, I, I'm not surprised at this at all. Not surprised. But the, uh, the funny part about this was there was a vote on Twitch, I believe, um, for fans to vote as to who they thought was going to win that category. And lo and behold... They voted Final Fantasy XIV. Fortnite ended up winning. And, I mean, it's not... I, I can see why. Like, they're constantly, constantly giving... This Saturday, they did announce that this Saturday they're going to be doing a special Star Wars edition showing clips of the movie in the game. So you have to go into the game to watch the movie in a certain place. 
And then also they're giving away uh, gliders for the game too. So if you're on the game on Saturday, you need to jump on because they're giving away some um, really cool content and some sneak uh, peeks at the uh, Last Jedi. So that's awesome as well. So, I mean, they get a lot of support from out from like Disney, from uh, you know you can't beat that. Once you get that Disney uh, contract and <laughs> agreement, it's done. So that's very understandable. Best VR AR game uh, goes to best uh, Beat Saber and Beat Games, which also they announced that there will be a Green Day version, uh, which was announced later on on a show for that. So there's an ex- I guess an expansion for that as well. Uh, so you got that best performance. Um, this went to Mads uh, Kesslin or or McKesslin, uh from as Cliff on Death Stranding. So he won that. Death Stranding got another award, uh, got an actual award for that. I think they got two. This is the second award Death Stranding got for the night. Um, player's voice. Uh, I guess this is the like the the viewer's choice uh, portion of it, and that went. It, 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 it the choices were Death Stranding, Fire Emblem Three uh, Houses, Star Wars Jedi, Fallen Order super smash brothers ultimate and it went to fire emblem three houses so that's awesome um fresh indie game za slash um for disco elysium uh best role-playing game went to disco elysium again best independent game went to disco elysium now i'm stop here with the best independent game portion because i believe if i'm correct this is the portion of the show this is the category where they were Reggie Fizeme, the former CEO of Nintendo, which is now by Doug Bowser. Um, they actually, he actually came out to do a, um, to present the award for best independent game. Uh, also doing so, he was allowed time to give a really good speech. And it just reminded me of how great and, I, you know, great of an iconic and legend dude, legendary dude, Reggie Fizeme is. And, like I said, when I first saw him, like, I be- God, he said 16 years ago. I can't believe it's been that long that uh, he's doing it. But he, and he, honestly, he aged pretty good. He looked just like he did back then in a sense. But 16 years ago, he came in and uh, he was very charismatic. Um, phenomenal speaker. Phenomenal speaker. And I think that's the part that lure people again because he has this, this Bob Iger or um, Michael Eisen type of way of talking like very disney like you know when he talks about nintendo and his love for video games it's very heartwarming it's uh inviting it's really really well done and he makes you understand why there is a love and importance for the game and he also was talking and focused on the indie developers the indie game developers and just hearing him talk about them and how important they are, how much of a voice that they are, and and, and I called them the three, the, the true free thinkers of the of the industry because these are guys. I mean, if you heard this show before, you heard any of our talk time live uh, exclusive interviews with Yacht Club Games, with Way Forward, with um, the Gentle Brothers, and um, just a whole bunch of guys just being able to leave their element. And as a person who left corporate world to do his own thing, which is why I'm on this show talking about this now. I empathize with all of that and seeing that these guys had a voice and a vision to create their own thing and take a risk to do it. It's nothing short of phenomenal. And to have here Reggie talk about how important it was. I 
literally shed a tear just talking, just hearing him talking about that. And it was very, it was very near and dear because I've had the honor of playing and reviewing so, so many and, and talking to the people behind some really, really, really phenomenal games that some of them, it was only three people. Others, it was like little over a hundred. And that was because they started growing from their success of the previous games. And they were able to afford, um, you know, more people from that point. So, I it's I, it's really important to support the indie uh, developers a lot. And which is why I like having indie developers. Because their story, to me, is much better. And that goes for Retro RetroSoft um, Studios. Um, Mike Herman. Shout out to him. I just had him on the show. You know, he's he's making a lot of noise and you know he's making himself shown around different places um talking about the the new wrestling game that we much does much definitely need on the nintendo switch so you know we get people like that and it's just you hear some awesome stories from it it's not just be able to play a really cool game but the story the backstories behind it in the making of it it's just god if you don't get inspired by that i don't know what to tell you if, if you can't listen to the stories of the people, rather, that I interviewed on this show or just the stories of... It's not just about making video games. It's making... It's, or playing video games. It's more or less the making of it and the stories that led to it. Those are so inspiring, man. And kudos to Reggie fils man. This dude, he, he's a rock star. He came out with sunglasses like he knew. <laughs> Called himself Reggie fils So... He, he lo- I love it. I absolutely love it. That was one of my um, favorite moments of the entire award show, bar none. Best game direction went to Death Stranding. So actually, I think this might be three categories. I'm, I, I lost count. Uh, best action and adventure game went to uh, Sekiro. Uh, Shadow Die Twice by Activision and From uh, Software. Then uh, they had that, that had a heavy, you know, Death Stranding was uh, on that. Uh, Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Resident Evil, Borderlands 3, which surprisingly Borderlands 3 did not come up much on a lot of the games. Um, so that one. Uh, best eSport game went to League of Legends. Okay, Overwatch was nominated for this one. Uh, best eSport coach went to Danny Zonic uh, Sorensen for uh, Australia's uh, Counter-Strike Global Offensive. Uh, you had best eSport event. The league, uh, 2019 League of Legends World Champions won. Damn it, I won it. <laughs> I won it Overwatch League Grand uh, Finals to win because it was in Philly. <laughs> but it was, it, that's all good. It's all good. But we'll see what we have next year uh, or uh, 2000 or two, 2020 or 2021 when the um, Fusion Arena comes in. My God, that's going to be insane. Um, best esport host. This, I was disappointed. Uh, FG, uh, what is it? His name is uh, FJ uh, Deporte. Deporte. Um, I was hoping for Alex um, Mendez, aka Golden Boy, to win. I think and he was there yesterday presenting something else as well. He is absolutely phenomenal. I haven't heard FJ, and maybe I should. Uh, I'm just I'm biased because I heard him at the CEO tournaments. I heard him on uh, AEW. And for a guy to be able to do commentary for for the gaming industry is one thing, but be able to transition himself over to wrestling as a commentary, because doing wrestling commentary is absolutely different from what you do on uh, in the gaming industry. And there's two different philosophies, and two different industries, and two different sports. 
and it's not easy to do. So you got to be an uber fan of both. And not only that, you got to carry yourself in a certain way. And I don't think he gets that credit. Golden Boy is no joke. And I think I don't, I can't speak for all the other ones, but I I don't know if the other ones are actually doing two different sports. And like he's kind of he's kind of like the Mauro Ronaldo of gaming right now. So, but it was awesome to see that he got nominated nonetheless. It was awesome. Uh, he's he's phenomenal. Kudos to him on that. Uh, best esports team. G2 Esports League of Legends won that. Uh, best Esport player, Kyle Bugger. Uh, Geardolf won that. That was the one that um, Stephen Curry actually uh, actually got from the, and, and presented for that one. So that was all the categories for that there. Um, a lot of, looks like a lot of great reaction from fans on Twitter about it. And um, just it's just it's really a great night. Oh, God, I forgot. Um, Akimi, Akumi uh, Nakamura actually uh made an appearance as well uh she was so she's so adorable she is so adorable but uh she was really cool <laughs> she was really cool to, um there too um they also talked about cyberpunk 2077 we know we're all anticipating it well there's gonna be a big soundtrack on that with that too um and one of the one of my favorite a hip-hop artist run the jewels is going to be a part of asap rocky nina kravitz um deadly hunter rap boy tina gal and the list goes on there's going to be a lot of people doing soundtracks for this game so they, they're really looking forward to making this game big um you got to because keanu reeves is in there you can't you can't go wrong on that like seriously so looking forward to that right there um that that is just pretty much awesome uh, Ninja was there to present an award as well. There was actually funny. One of the funniest things that all happened on Twitter is that um, a guy named Tempro Zero, I believe, spotted a guy that was actually sleeping in the crowd. Like his, it's it's a really great picture of the guy. Just like he's he's just he looks like he's out of it. <laughs> a lot of people were upset, like I said, about um, Final Fantasy XIV getting uh, snubbed uh, for that award. But, you know, you got to respect, you know, Fortnite for what it is. You got to respect it. So, and Green Day did a uh, fantastic performance as well. Um, At the end of the night for the Game Awards, for the um, Game of the Year, very interesting to note. And I'll start with this as one of the world premieres. Vin Diesel and Michelle Rodriguez came out to present Game of the Year. Uh, Two legit, avid, you know, gamers themselves. Um, Vin Diesel, as you guys know, has created games for his um riddick franchise which were always said to be good uh michelle rodriguez had been in video games and she constantly gamer she's a well-known gamer herself as well they presented it but also presenting the final game uh world premiere of the night which kind of it was respectfully applauded i'm gonna say that it was respectfully applauded it didn't look like it was finished but Final uh Fast and Fury. There is a Fast and the Furious game that will be coming out for the Xbox and the PlayStation 4. Now, which will also do which will have the voices of all the uh you know the actors in the movie. Uh Tyrese is in there, Michelle Rodriguez is in there, and also Vin Diesel, all of them reprising their roles uh from our you know from Fast and Furious. And the problem that I saw, and I think a lot of people saw this too, and this is kind of the same kind of lukewarm reaction that people had when they saw Avengers, um, Marvel's Avengers for the first time, because that was uh, not fully developed. And hopefully this is in the works 
to for it to happen. Vin Diesel also announced that he saw the uh, trailer to uh, Fast Nine, so I think people got more of a reaction for that than they did the actual game. Again, it could be in in a certain stage right now, but um, the graphics on there looked a lot to me like enter the matrix from like the playstation 2 era like it didn't look that good um the frame the framework didn't look as good so hopefully it's in the it's still in development right now like that's not the full game because i don't think that they want to have a game like that and uh i, I got uh, jackson ryan on twitter uh made a comment and it's hard to I, I think he went a little bit too deep on the comment but um he was saying how you know we have gamers forever and we are now at the game awards to show our people can they tell uh, can tell they've been gamers for years because the new fast and furious game looked like it plays on the place on the uh, super nes i wouldn't go that far that's a little bit that's a little bit too shady but it does it i mean like for me like i when i visualized it it, it like legitimately and i it legitimately looked like into the matrix and that the way that it moved the way that it you know reacts so hopefully again that we'll see more hopefully that we'll see absolutely more from that uh as well and it actually starts to get a polish the world premieres we let's talk about that we got to talk about the world premieres the first world premiere, and I thought this was very well strategized and, and good to get the crowd hype. They showed the trailer to Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 X-Men Rise of the Phoenix, the newest expansion, which was said to be coming out in 2020, if I remember correctly. No, it is coming out way earlier. This will be released on the 23rd of December. So we will get this before the new year, and there's a lot to be excited about the newest additions to the uh, to the game, I I I still don't understand why Beast was not picked to be one of them. But I'm not mad at the selection of the people who went over that. Shout out to Fred Tatishore on that noob. Um, the one mutant that I was hoping that will be on this game is officially on this game. It was a crapshoot. It was a shot in the dark. Damn it, it happened. Cable is going to be on ultimate alliance 3 i cannot wait for that that is so awesome he looks fantastic like the art design in this game is so awesome this is so beautiful um iceman will be back he's making his return like all three of the all these characters are making a return they were in ultimate alliance 2 and just fantastic i'm so waiting for his iceman is back gambit is back and of course it's called rise of the phoenix you can't have that without having Jean gray herself reprising as phoenix so this is going to be awesome not only is there going to be new characters there's going to be a new gauntlet mode for it but also a new mode called danger room so you're going to be able to have the danger room uh you know thing and i think it's like a you know player uh a pve type of you know game you know where you play the computer uh you versus a computer and then also you can play with multi uh co-op with uh players i think online and whatever like that but it looks really cool I can't wait. Everything looks awesome in that game. So I, I, I'm very much looking forward. I'm very excited about this game as well. Um, also, uh, what else did it came out? I think there's... I don't know about that. Um, Humankind, uh, a new game was now... There's a lot of more... There's a lot more new IPs out. And some of the IPs look exciting. Some of them was like, okay, I got to see more before I get there. Mankind, uh, Humankind was announced for this as... Uh, 
a interesting game that's coming out very soon. No More Heroes was officially announced to come out uh, in 2020. Um, they had an extended trailer. It looks awesome. I didn't know what to make of this trailer. It's a it's exclusively coming out for the Nintendo Switch. I thought it was an animated movie that was coming out. No, this was No More Heroes coming out. Which, by the way, for those who have watched it, you know that there's a big sale going on uh, in honor of the Game Awards that I believe is going to be going on throughout the entire weekend. Um, it's out today. Go out of your way to get it. I got No More Heroes for half off. So it was $14.99. Uh, so, you know, the the... I guess the prequel or you know whatever it, that game is um, that they came out with. So I got that for $14.99 out there. So you know, go out of your way to get it. They also showed a new extended trailer to Final Fantasy Remake, which has everybody still chomping at the bits. And I am looking forward to that game. That I I truly predict that that's going to be in the running for Game of the Year, if not win Game of the Year next year. I I'm sticking to that. This game is extremely much into, uh, highly anticipated. I mean, extremely highly anticipated. Got one of the biggest reactions of the night too, um, from the audience, and uh, it was just uh, it was just really really good to see that. And I'm looking. It's coming out in March, March fourth, I believe. I I can't wait for that. Um, they also uh, NetherRealm Studios also announced that uh, Joker is coming, so we're going to see that. We also I believe. That Cassie um, Cage was also dressed like Harley Quinn. I believe that was her, and she was dressed like Harley Quinn. And I believe that they have extra skins for that on that game. So be on the lookout, uh, January twenty eighth. It's coming, and doesn't matter because we still have to. Spawn's not coming out till later after that. So we got that. Uh, I think one of the biggest news that came out is for sure is the world premiere announcement. At the Microsoft Theater of the new Xbox Series X. This is, in fact, the brand new Xbox that they've been waiting to announce for quite some time. It was announced at the Microsoft Theater. And although it looks like a giant Amazon device, I'm going to say that because I actually have the device and if I say the word, it'll answer to it. So I will not say the word, but you know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? It looks like a, it looks like a giant Amazon device that you ask for Alexa. So, uh, despite that, which is, I mean, if you really, I like that design. I know people are, you know, sort of joking about that design, but it is a more sleek version. It, it does fit in really cool places so i don't mind it i actually don't mind the design to the xbox um i don't know what it's going to consist of i know it's 4k in there they did show the one of the games that it will be playing on there and that was hellblade 2 uh sinuous uh saga and they i believe they said it was in-game engine graphics and if that's the case and i've been talking about how much more can we actually approve in graphics if this is the case, I think there is a possibility that we can improve graphics because the woman in this game looks insanely real. I didn't, I couldn't tell if it was actually a real person. And this is, I sound like my wife because my wife will look at certain games for on a PlayStation 4 and look at it. It's like, is that real? And I'm like, you could obviously see it's real. I don't. 
and maybe it's because through my eyes or through a gamer's eyes, you you know the difference between reality and 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 gaming reality, so to speak. And but this, I can't fathom whether I can't fathom even if this is real or not. It was really whether the, the woman in this commercial was real or not. I don't know. So we'll see. We'll see how this looks as time goes by. But they have announced it just right around the corner when PlayStation 5 announced it. We're getting the new generations coming in 2020. Hopefully, the new generation to a lot of things is coming in 2020. Let me tell you. So Godfall uh, reveal trailer is also here. It looked very interesting as well. Didn't show too much as to what that offers. But it looks like something. It looks stunning visual uh, game design. Um, very much looking forward to seeing what they have. Uh, Bravery, Bravely Default 2 has been announced for the Nintendo Switch. Uh, Warframe has a new expansion. Uh, Warframe looks good. I hate freemium games. <laughs> I don't trust freemium games after my, my experience with mobile games in the past, but it looks great. And this new, uh, this, you know, the first one was kind of like Space Ninja. They're going for a pirate theme this time. So... I expect that to look to be pretty good for gamers out there. Theros Beyond Death, uh, which is a Magic the Gathering uh, title, has been announced as well. Uh, Control Official Expedition, which I believe is an expansion, as a free update expansion, which I also believe is out right now. Uh, I could be wrong, but I believe they said that it was announced now. Sons of the Forest was announced, uh, which is a really, really creepy, creepy game. I'm not messing with that. Ruined King, Ruined King uh, League of Legends expansion has been announced as well, but that could be out right now as well. Ori in the Will of the Wisp. Uh, they showed a trailer for that. Weird West was announced. Uh, another game. Another Magic Legends uh, game has been announced as well. A lot of Magic games here. Then they also finally, which was one of the biggest uh, trailers uh, and presentations uh, world premiere presentation that they did because this came with the orchestra as well with an orchestrated um, performance as well Ghost of Suni, uh, Tsushima which does look absolutely phenomenal it looks so great uh, so I am loving it um, actually a Xbox game that I was actually interested in playing Gears Tactics that looks actually pretty cool I, didn't, I was never really a fan of Gears itself I couldn't play Gears it was very challenging, but at the same time, I never liked that that style of gaming where you got to pan only in the back. Um, I, there's some games I actually did play, like Transformers, uh, War on Cybertron, and um, the other the sequel to that. I played that. Other than that, I'm really not too much of a fan of that. And I know Avengers is going to be doing the same thing, and God of War did the same thing. And you know, So I don't like... There, maybe it's just the shooter aspect that I don't like, because God of War was kind of a melee as well. So I do like the melee part, and maybe that's why I'm probably going to possibly enjoy um marvel avengers when that comes out as well but we'll see uh naraka blade point uh reveal was uh so uh, this was the game that was done uh created and developed by a china game development and it looks it looks pretty awesome uh so far so i'm looking forward to that um then we had green day performance which also talked about the beat um the uh what is it the beat maybe i forgot the name of that game that they're going to be on but they announced the trailer for that um black desert mobile has been announced new world uh new world looks really cool they a lot of these games they didn't really show 
exactly what they were going to be and what they were going to about going to be about uh even when they were interviewed even when jeff Keighley kind of interviewed him he gave so sort of a vague description of what the game is going to be uh they didn't say what kind of genre it was going to be some of them were more obvious like nine to five it was going to be an obvious game right there um a huge announcement which surprisingly got a lukewarm uh reaction to the crowd wolf among us 2 is is coming that means Telltale is back in full force. I am so happy about that. Um, as I'm playing the Batman, as I play Batman War Within, or the Enemy Within, um, I was really, really mad at the the road that these guys had to go through and all the stuff that they had. Like, they should continue to be making games. And The Wolf Among Us 2 was... Uh, the Wolf Among Us period was one of a lot of gamers' favorite games, so... I'm so happy to see them come back. I hope this is the start of more games to come because Telltale series, the Telltale games is a league of their own. And I know others have tried to do what they've done, but they do it so spectacular. We need to keep them going as the one game development company that they absolutely need to be going for too. So um, Elder Scrolls Online elsewhere uh, is announced as well. Asgard's Wrath has been announced. And, of course, I talked about the Fast and the Furious Crossroads trailer, which didn't look as impressive right now. And, of course, it could be an early development, so I'm not going to uh, shade it too much. But, overall, like I said, this show was absolutely great. Um, again, kudos to Jeff Keighley. Kudos to the entire team who put it together. Everybody who... I, everybody had the same purpose. This reminded me of AEW of how you got a collect group of people who wanted to see change in the industry, who wanted to bring legitimacy to the industry, to an industry, and they did so thanks to Jeff Keighley and his vision to bring it to life. Again, I say this every year, but and I'm going to keep saying it. We got a lot of people in this world, and and one of the reasons why I actually go out of my way to get a lot of guests on this show is because we get a lot of people who aspire to want to be in the gaming industry. Uh, Voice actors for anime or video games. Um, Comic book artists. You got people who want to be producers. You got one of people who want to be actors. You got people who want to be game developers. Well, the reason why Talk Time Live exists is to actually have people on here to be able to learn from them, to be able to be inspired by them. Like a Jeff Keighley, like a Reggie Fils-Aimé, like a, um, you know, a Desmond Wong, like a Mike Herman, like the guys at Way Forward and the guys at Yacht Club Games, you know, or, you know, Trinket Studios. You got all these people who come on this show to tell you a story, who creates the Game Awards to give you legitimacy, to give you opportunity to be recognized. I say that to get people to aspire to be, to not be afraid. I am 42 years old. I'm going to be 43 next year in January. When I was in college, the one thing that they always said, the one thing that my late mother have always told me even before I got into college, get yourself in shape before you turn 30 because everything is going to be going down here from there. She was not lying. I now own a Peloton because I listened to my mother. But the other thing is, too, is that when you're in school, they always tell you, make sure that you reach to your goals before you hit 40 because, and things, and take note, 
the world changes every so often as well as the ideology and, and everything that changes from that so what we what was five ten years ago kind of slightly altered now so it may not be the case but still i mean we got people having kids at the age of 50 and up so i mean who's who's to say but the, the general idea the general idea is that you're supposed to be established by the time you hit 40 now granted again there's the world they're saying that as the world is not as structured as the way it was supposed to be because things have changed due to situations and due to obstacles and racism and um a whole bunch of different things and in, in, in trials and tribulations that come by but that's just still not giving you an excuse to try to reach your vision and your goals as a multimedia developer myself who absolutely help people brand their names who brand their you know who create their dreams and or i don't hate to say create create their realities create their visions I help people reach their goals and take those who take risk. If you want to do and want to be acknowledged and want to be a part of this, don't make excuses. You're not too old to do it. You're not too shy. You're not too. It's you're just you and you are whoever you want to be. And once you've realized that and once you have the the energy and a diligence and the assertiveness to get out there and work hard to have fun to do all these things that these people are doing and what I'm doing it won't happen but you got to make it happen you have to realize that it you want it but you got to work for it and shout out to Jeff Keeler because if he didn't have that understanding that game awards was just like a few thousand people in an arena and then it became a stadium uh, a theater and different theaters every year and and now it has it's a star-studded event. Yeah, it starts with one person, but then it becomes a team. And you got to have a team full of people that are really willing to make it happen. You can't have anchors in your in in your deal. You can't have people who doesn't as as what Will Smith says, who doesn't uh, fuel your flame. Anybody who tries to douse it, you get away from those people. Anybody who doubts you, you get away from them people. But you find you. Find your own uh, encouragement. You get your ego. And and I mean the psychological term of the ego where it allows you to overcome adversity and, you know, have the confidence enough to do what you set out to do. Once you get all that, man, it's, it's no telling what you could do. I am damn sure living proof in 2019. Nobody can take that away from me. Nobody. I'm looking forward to seeing what's going to happen in 2020. And I'm not going to do it alone. I'm determined to find a team of people that's going to help me make ACMGs bigger than ever. I'm going to have the, it's, it's God willing, by any means or whatever, I'm make it happen. Guaranteed. And I'm going to start shouting out right now to an old friend of mine who has helped me with that. And that is Kim Lewis, who's an old college friend of mine. Also, she is a Emmy Award winning art director. So... Having her around to help me out and, you know, people in the ACMG group have seen a slight bit of what's happening, but we're going to be brainstorming a lot. Hopefully it'll start for something more and we can start getting things on the road and I can start getting more people that are skilled and enthusiastic and energetic to do so. I want to be able to do what Jeff Keighley's doing. I want to be able to have fun doing it. I want to be able to have more people experience what I've experienced from all the hard work that I've put into it. 
I want that for more people. So if you're listening to this right now and if you are have some set of skills in the world of media and stuff like that, you know, hit us up. Hit me up. You know, you can find me on Instagram at Xavier underscore Josiah. You can find me there and um, you can find me on the ACMG Facebook group at facebook.com forward slash groups forward slash ACMG one. You can reach out to me on anything. Go to VFISAD.com. You can reach me out there. And um, man, I mean, I'm ready. This, If anything that the Game Awards has done for me is in really kind of revitalized me. What I That speech from Reggie revitalized me a bit. Um, as we're nearing the end of this year, who knows what's going to happen next year. Uh, God willing, we'll be able to make more magic next year here at Talk Time Live and AC, ACMG as well. So, man, what a year it has been, just not just for games, but for everything. Uh, this Sunday, not this Sunday, but the next episode of Select Start, I believe not only I will be reviewing, uh, what is that, um, Shovel Knight's Showdown, but I will also be talking about the year end of video games. I will look back at a lot of the games that we've played it's a lot <laughs> if i don't have jury duty that's what we're going to do and i think followed by that we're going to be uh i might have to let me see yeah because next the week after is absolutely christmas so that won't be happening and new year's is coming so maybe maybe in during new year's week maybe possibly i'm not sure but we'll work it out but if not i'll condense all that in with the review of shelf and showdown and then followed by also the year in of games and possibly like the top 10 games that i enjoyed playing throughout 2019 i looked at the list of my purchase history for just for just uh nintendo switching on it's a lot <laughs> it's a lot oh my god god bless tax deduction so but uh enough said um yeah we will have it but of course again this sunday i will be out because i'm you know i am actually going to be traveling uh, this Sunday, so this is going to be out. Um, I got jury duty on Monday. If I don't have jury duty, if I don't get picked for jury duty next week, uh, then th- we will be having a show. If not, then we might be on hiatus until going into the new year. So we, I will keep you posted to that. You'll definitely see some new um, notifications or whatever. Uh, what? So stay tuned for all that and much more. People, thank you so much. This has been a great episode of Select Start. Thank you all for joining us again. You can follow us. You can follow me on uh, Instagram again at Xavier underscore Josiah. You can also check me out on TalkTimeLive.com. You can check me out on uh, the ACMG Facebook group. Um, you can follow this show on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Podbeam, and God knows much more. And uh, and, and uh, also Stitcher Radio as well. Uh, you can check us all out there. Thank you guys for the support. Thank you, everybody, for everything that has happened on this show. I mean, all of our guests, everything in here. I'm so blessed to be able to have all that. For any of those who supported the show, who supported me, thank you so very, very much. Um, even to those who threw shade or didn't support me, thank you. <laughs> you're not helping my case by doing that because that just always feel, fills me up and keeps me going. So <laughs> I just hope that in 2020, 
with all the mental illness situations. Oh, forgot to mention that too. I, it's very important I have to mention this, but the Game Awards also did something very special as well. I wish I should have done it sooner, but they focused, they did a lot of global gaming focus on developers from all around the world that are creating really great games. Um, there was a team in Afghanistan, an all-female co game coding team, development team in, in Afghanistan. It was a really great story. You had a refugee from, um, from uh, I forgot where he was from, but he was a refugee that he started coding games himself. Uh, he lived in a third world country and you know, he, he just decided he wanted to code games if his mom raised him $300 to do so. Again, you got all these people who, without the means that we have, there's no excuse for it. You got a kid who's creating a game to help people with mental illness or depression issues. There was a lot of that. And what I loved about this year with the Game Roars is that there was a big message out there that's saying, you know, we had people who were talking about addiction situations and trying to bring a negative spin on the video game industry and video game culture. Jeff Keighley and the gang decided to make, put a positive spin in what was going on here. And I deeply appreciate that because you can make games that help people. You had the, the, um, the military group that were trying to help people with PTS, um, D and you know they were gamers out there there was an overwatch squad and you know if somebody was going through something you know through what they went through and uh and war when they were enlisted and they went out there there's a team that goes out of their way to come to the person's house and be there for them and talk about their situation to help them through it so i don't want to hear anything else about how Yes, gaming can be addictive, but you know, how the media put a really negative spin on it, that's what really bothered me. And how these psychologists are putting them, you know, certain psychologists or whatever is putting a spin on it, it, it rubbed me the wrong way. There's so much great to this industry that is highly accountable for. And how about focus on that? You know, it was kind of the Freudian thing where you just focus on the female aspect and not the male aspect. Or vice versa, or is it the vice versa? Is the male they focus on the male aspect, but from a uh, female, but not vice versa? I forgot how it was. It's been a while since I took that class, but it is you. I mean, anybody who who's studied psychology knows what I'm talking about. It was for Sigmund Freud. Um, his, his he had a lot of legitimacy, but it was it was also half-assed research as well. But nonetheless. Um, it was a great deal. And again, if you got people going out of their way to do what they're doing, there's no reason why you can't either. There's absolutely no reason. So just learn to reach out. In 2020, I want to see people reach out more. Get out from the proverbial bushes of the internet. Actually reach out and communicate with people. It's time. I want 2020 to be so much positive change. So much. We can't blame the president for all of our actions. Or all of the actions of what's going on in the world. We have to take our responsibility as well. So, folks, that will do it for this edition of Select Start. On behalf of myself, this is Dex Avery Josiah saying, learn to let go, live life, and love all things anime, comics, movies, and games. This is ACMG Presents Talk Time Live. Folks, I'll talk to you soon. And if I don't hear from you, have a great holiday season. Take care.
Music for this episode is provided by Game Chops. Check out these great chiptune tracks and more at music.gamechops.com.